I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Friday, January the 12th in the year of the Lord uh, 2024. This is Hour 2 of Episode 1000 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College. Uh, if you missed our first hour, you missed a really fun first hour of the show as we had uh, Paul Whittington, our regular Friday guest. Uh, he is still on the line with us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line as we're going to go a minute or two uh, with him here into our second hour, a couple minutes into our second hour. Uh, you missed the birthday game. We uh, mixed that up and played that in our first hour, which is something we don't do very often. And it's just, it's been a fun show. This is the 1000th episode. It's my birthday today. Uh, it's just, it's been a, a really fun time so far here on the show coming up here in our second hour like i said we're gonna have paul whittington here for a couple of minutes here as we start our second hour but then uh, we're also gonna have tgif with ip our weekly nil visit with winston-salem state's isaac parson that's going to be in about three or four minutes from now uh brian north is going to be joining us live here in the studio paul how about that uh he's coming in from newburn from doing exactly doing his fox eastern carolina and wcti responsibilities and is going to be joining us live here we, we're going to call him first He's going to do something we've never done before, Paul. He's going to join us on the phone and then walk in here and join us live, too. So that's going to be neat. And then uh, to end this hour, uh, Perry Tandle is going to be joining uh, uh, Brian North and I. But let's wrap up our first uh, hour appearance with Paul Whittington here. And I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I was trying trying to end it cleanly there on the uh, end of the first hour. But continue where you were from our first hour. Well, yeah, what I was just saying was if Marcus Lemonis did with SRX what he pretty much did with NASCAR and, and dial back that investment significantly, which, and it kind of makes sense, you know, the, the PBR team series during the summer is competing heavily with NASCAR and has actually won a few weekends in terms of viewership on Sunday. Going head-to-head with NASCAR, the PBR team series on a few Sundays at certain, when NASCAR is at certain racetracks is drawing more viewership than, than NASCAR. And when you think about it, you get maybe a little bit more TV time for less the investment in the P- in the PBR Team Series versus versus motorsports because you're just your logo is just flashing by in in uh, in the world of motorsports. Whereas you just have a big sticker that's right there on the shoot gate that stays there pretty much all broadcast. So I, it wouldn't be so I would not be surprised to learn that that was the reason that SRX said you know what, we can't race in 2024 because we don't have a partner at the level that we had with Camping World. There you go. Well, uh, we got to wrap this appearance here with uh, Paul Whittington, uh, your beloved, you and Scott's beloved uh, Baltimore Ravens, the number one seed in the AFC going into uh, the playoffs, which began tomorrow uh you've got to be happy with that but if you're like any fan that i know i mean you're still a little bit nervous especially y'all really haven't had a lot of playoff success over the last decade or so how is paul whittington super baltimore ravens fan going into this uh this playoffs here optimistic uh you know we're kind of in the same situation we were in back in 2019 the the ravens rested lamar jackson in the last week of the season uh, he had the bye week. They go into that, that opening playoff game for them in the divisional round uh, at home against Tennessee, a game that Sam and I drove up to see, and they just got, I mean, just obliterated by Tennessee. It was a sad night. Uh, Russ played a factor. I think the Ravens 
have taken a completely different organizational approach to this playoffs. I, I do think that we'll see a better team in the divisional round than what we saw in 2019. Uh, but I think the what worries me the most is the potential of the, the matchup. I think the Bills uh, take care of the Steelers. I think the Dolphins will struggle to play in the three-degree weather that they're going to be playing <laughs> at uh, on Saturday against Kansas City. Uh, so I think the Ravens get the winner of the Browns-Texans. And if you're getting the Browns and you're getting Joe Flacco returning to M&T Bank Stadium in the playoffs, and that could be really, really tough for the Ravens, especially because they have played the Browns twice already, lost to the Browns once. <laughs> they haven't played Houston yet. I'd rather play a team that we haven't played. Yeah. Well, the Cleveland has shown that they can play with uh, Baltimore. And I'm with you of, of everybody. I think <clears throat> on the AFC side, Kansas City is struggling. I'm, I wouldn't be that worried about them. I really wouldn't. I mean, with them, with you having home field all the way through, uh, all the way to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be worried about them. Buffalo has been up and down. Yeah, they're they're hot right now, but I don't. Do you really trust Buffalo? I, I don't. Miami has been. What, go ahead. What's funny to me about Buffalo is there was a scenario in week week eighteen where they could have missed the playoffs. How crazy is that? The number two seed. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And as as an independent, I mean, yes, I lean Baltimore because of you and Scott and all that, and I really do. I mean, I, I like the Ravens. I love that game day experience there too. If I'm a Ravens fan, I'm a, the only one I'm really concerned about is Cleveland. Believe it or not, you know, I mean, I'm not concerned about yeah. Houston. Uh, it, it's Cleveland. I think you guys have a pretty good road and don't, and don't get it twisted. I'm not saying y'all are going to roll through everybody, but I'd rather you not see Cleveland. If it's, you know, if it's Kansas city or Buffalo or even Miami, which I doubt it's going to be, I wouldn't mind any of those. But to me, the, the sticking point would be Cleveland. I remember I watched the Browns Ravens game from Baltimore at your house earlier this season. And uh, let me just let everybody know. Paul Whittington wasn't real happy that day. <laughs> he blow a 31 to 19 lead at the start of the fourth quarter. Nobody's yep. going to be happy. I think, <laughs> I think even some Cleveland fans were upset. Uh, but the, the big difference between the first two Cleveland games or the big difference between playing Cleveland twice in the regular season and potentially playing them next week in the playoffs is Joe Flacco. He yeah. didn't come in until after, That's true. Uh, I believe, Sean Watson went Deshaun Watson went down in that in that win over the Ravens, and then it was Joe Flacco coming in, I think, the next week. So uh, Joe Flacco has come off the couch and been just lethal for the Browns, and they have played at the, at or above the same level as, as the Ravens down the stretch. So I am really worried about the potential to have to play um, Cleveland in the divisional round. Well, there you go. Well, listen, uh, Paul Whittington, Again, thank you for hanging out with us for a few minutes here into our second hour, too. Dude, thank you for all your yeah. contributions to this show, dude. You know I appreciate you. and Can't wait to see you tonight down in Goldsboro, man. Yeah, happy birthday. Congratulations on number 1,000. And, and did want to also say congratulations on your election to uh, George Whitfield Hall of Fame. It's so very well-deserved. There's nobody that cares more, works harder to tell the stories of our high school athletes uh, in Lenore County, around eastern North Carolina, and throughout the state. So. Congratulations, Brian. Well, you're too kind, man. I appreciate you. Wait a minute. No congratulations on uh, marrying the beautiful former Linda Whittington? 
I said that already. <laughs> Very good. Paul, thank you so much. We'll talk to you later, buddy. <laughs> hey, do we get to see Levi tonight? Yeah, man. Levi will be there. All right. I can't wait. And your mom just uh, showed up here in the hall. She's smiling, too. She can't wait to see him, too. Sounds good. We'll see you guys shortly. There you go. That's Paul Whittington, our regular Friday guest here on the uh, Brian Hanks Show, the thousandth edition of the Brian Hanks Show today. Man, just so much fun. Let's get IP up here on the line with us. Before we do that, though, let me thank, uh, man, so many people to thank. Like I said, with this being a special day and everything, but Spence Automotive. Spence Automotive is where I get my car service. It's where you should go to. Located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. Spence Automotive is uh, owned and operated by our good friend Keith Spence, local sports riding legend. Uh, it's open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Uh, Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011. The next time you need your car service, when you need new tires, tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. Like I said, we really do appreciate him. How about my good friend uh, Danny Rice and Woodman Life? Uh, I've had my life insurance with a uh, woman in life for more than 10 years. Could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. Listen, thank you. Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and woman in life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. That's beside Highland Furniture and across from Cell Auto Mall. And, uh, man. Joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now. I tell you what, uh, IP, it, it's Isaac Parson. It's time for uh, TGIF with IP. It's our weekly NIL visit with Winston-Salem State's Isaac Parson. But I got to tell you, IP, I've had a pretty good week. Today is a thousandth episode of the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, I mean, I'm in being inducted into a Hall of Fame tonight. Today's my birthday Man, I don't know if I can get any better than the week that you have had, though, dude. You, The HBCU National Player of the Week, the CIAA Player of the Week, and on top of all that, uh, you've won six games in a row with, uh, leading the Rams uh, to six straight wins. Dude, you've not lost a game since November, and on top of all that, it's your birthday, too, man. How how in the world are you doing, Isaac Parson? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Uh, there you go and I, I appreciate you getting up with us this morning here for our uh, weekly visit and now it's been three weeks since we've talked to you uh here on the brian hank show with christmas with uh new year's with me getting married and going on my honeymoon and everything it's been three weeks since we've talked to each other uh tell us a little bit about this three weeks since the last time we talked to you ip um uh, i think we play everybody in the north um, we went undefeated in the North, um, so that means we're undefeated in the CIAA right now. And, you know, we're just going to try to continue to build off of this. Well, let me ask you this. What do you attribute the, su the success to? Again, like I said, it kind of shocked me. I was like, you know, yeah, they're on a six-game winning streak. I want to see when the last time that uh, Winston-Salem State has lost a game. <laughs> you are 11-3 and three right now, 5-0 and oh in the uh, in the CIAA, and the last time that you lost was a close game in uh, Tennessee when you uh, took on Lincoln Memorial. But, again, like I said, six straight wins. What do you attribute that to, uh, IP? I uh, feel like what attributes to us uh, how, how hard we practice 
um, what we do in practice, and just Coach Hill, um, Coach Rick, and Coach Beck. Uh, they put together a good scouting report, and they prepare us uh, really well for the game. Uh, I feel like that's what it is. Yes, sir. Had you realized that, though, and you probably did, that the last time that you lost was all the way back in November. You were undefeated in December. Uh, again, you, uh, you've you won two games already here in January against Elizabeth City State and Virginia State. Had, had you realized that you guys were – that you hadn't lost since November? No, nah, I didn't. I was just, you know, just taking it game by game, just trying to, you know, win every game that we could and just follow the scout and, and – and continue to uh, continue to keep being us. You were talking about the attributing to the success to the way practices have been, and you know just the hard work that you guys have put in. It's got to make it a little bit sweeter, doesn't it? When when you when you're on a streak like this, like I said, when you've not lost in seven weeks or six or seven weeks like that. What are practices like when you're on a on a hot streak like this, IP? Um, I feel like practices are harder actually because we we get you could during the winning time you can get complacent and and forget how you were winning and forget what what you were doing to win, which is going hard in practice and just executing every day. Um, but practices have been just you know us getting after it, uh, pushing one another. Um, and just boxing out drills and just the little things. Absolutely. Again, that voice you're listening to, it's Isaac Parson. This is TGIF with IP every Friday here on the Brian Hanks Show. And uh, and listen, one of the things I love the most about you, IP, and you've known this for years, is you're a team guy. I mean, you are, you've never been this guy that, you know, points at yourself or, you know, uh, the, the name on the back of your jersey or anything like that. But, dude, we've got to take a couple minutes and just uh, and praise you and congratulate you on the individual success that you've had so far, too, this season. Uh, you were a preseason CIAA, all CIAA pick. But then it just it, it came together this past week. I mean, with the big wins against uh, Elizabeth City State and Virginia State, where you averaged 25 points a game in those games. And uh, just I want to break down some of your other statistical stuff here in a moment. But when the news comes down that, uh, that you were named the HBCU National Player of the Week, uh, what's going through your mind? What did it mean to you? Just tell us all about that whole process there, IP. Um, what was going through my mind when I found out that I was a team player of the week? Um, I was kind of surprised. I didn't think I was going to get that award, you know. And, you know, it was a good feeling. I just want to uh, continue to uh, build off of it, continue to keep on winning. What, what did it mean to you when you got that announcement? And how did you find out about it? Um... It meant a lot, you know, because all the hard work that I put in, you know, I had a couple of good games. Um, and I found out about it, I think, the, the next morning uh, after the game. Uh, somebody had tagged me on Twitter, I think it was, and I had seen it. Yeah, and I was with my teammates, you know, after we had, I don't know what we were doing. I think we had weights. Yeah, we had weights. And yeah, I was with my teammates. We had team breakfast together. 
how what's what's been your teammates' response to this, dude? Again, like I said, not just <laughs> CI, and you also named CIAA Player of the Week too, HBCU National Player of the Week. Uh, what what are your your teammates picking on you a little bit about it? Or are they happy for you? What what's that been like? Oh uh, yeah, definitely. You know, he called me the uh, every time he see me when I first got it. Just called me the uh, HBCU National Player of the Week and stuff like that. You know, they were happy for me. They congratulated me. Okay, so uh, as y'all are getting ready, let's do a little bit of a preview before we talk to you next week. You've got a big game tomorrow in Charlotte against a team I used to cover. I used to cover Johnson C. Smith University uh, when I was in Western North Carolina. I covered them for about eight or nine years. So that's a, a good traditional program there in Charlotte. Uh, give us a little scouting report on uh, Johnson C. Smith. Um, Johnson C. Smith likes to go zone a lot. Um, they're a real good team at home. Um, they got a kid. Um, the two five two area, uh, every hub. I try to slow him down, and they got a couple of other good guards. We gotta uh, make him put it on the ground. So, I mean, we got a uh, pretty good game ahead of us. But I feel like um, as long as we stay together and stay locked in, the Harvard Scout will be okay. Very good. Hey, you guys played, uh, like I said, Elizabeth City State and Virginia State. And it was the first home games that you guys had played in a while. Uh, and, if you, in fact, you guys haven't played a lot of games at home. It's got to be good. And I've had the honor to uh, be in attendance at a, a, at a Winston-Salem State game with you running the point out there. How special is it to be able to play in front of the home crowd there at Winston-Salem State? Uh, it's, you know, the crowd at Winston is like no other. You know, everybody likes playing at Winston. We actually still haven't been able to play, like, a real home game yep. where all the students were here. Um, I think Elizabeth City, we played, and it was, like, a lot of a lot of uh, elementary kids there. That was uh, pretty special that they did that. And then the second day, I think it was a little bit of the same thing, but we actually had a little student, so – when we play St. Augs, we should have all the students there. So I feel like they should come and pack it out, and this could be a great experience. And that'll be uh, a week from last night, January the 18th, Thursday, January the 18th, 7.30 against St. Augs. And that's always a pretty good rivalry game anyway, right? Yes, sir. Very good. Uh, I've got to, uh, I've got to ask you uh, about Kinston High. I mean, you were in attendance for uh, a game. Your brother has his best game. Uh, he's a junior point guard on the Kinston team. We're going to have Perry Tindall here on the show with us here in a few minutes too. Probably about uh, about twenty minutes from now. How proud are you of uh, IP two and uh, the great job that the uh, that your that your alma mater is doing over at Kinston High School? Um, I'm very proud of my little brother. You know, uh, he put in a lot of work with me this summer, and then uh, right before the season has started, he hurt his foot. You know what I'm saying? So he kind of lost a little confidence, but uh, I feel like he's kind of building it back uh, as he realized how much work he put in the summer. And I'm really proud of uh, Kinsta High. Uh, I feel like just gonna keep doing what they're doing. Um, don't go away. From uh, from what's working and, and continue to play hard. Well, very good. Well, we'll wrap up our uh, visit with you. Uh, today's your birthday, man. Uh, have you already been getting the the happy birthday? Because, you know, as people know, I've talked about it here on the show. Today's my birthday, too. And 
I've been getting the uh, happy birthday texts and the messages and everything. Uh, how how full was your phone when you got up this morning? Man, my phone is <laughs> phone is on thousand right now. <laughs> how are you celebrating? You, you've got a game tomorrow, like I said, in Charlotte against uh, Johnson C. Smith. But how is Isaac Parson uh, celebrating uh, your birth? Celebrating his birthday today. I'm probably going to celebrate it by going to the gym. Yes, sir. <laughs> Get ready for the game. <laughs> well, very good. Well, listen. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Probably do something after we win. Yes, sir. I love it. Listen, IP, this has been so much fun this year, dude. And just, I, I tell you what, man, just couldn't have picked a better person to do our NIL deal with this year than with you. Uh, I can't wait for, I mean, it's been fun so far to this point and now you're really getting into the meat of the CIAA schedule over the next, uh, what, six weeks, seven weeks or so. And then the tournament, I mean, I got to ask you with this winning streak with it, your personal success, the team success. And I didn't even ask you about Amaji being named the, uh, uh, defensive player of the week in the CIAA this week. I mean, uh, how are you? How are you managing these expectations? You, how is your team managing these expectations for this team over the next few weeks? Um, how I manage these expectations and, and the team as well. Um, like I said, you know, it's just part of practice and continue to stay humble. So every day in practice, just continue to get after it and, and pushing each other continue to be coachable and just keep doing what's working don't go away from from what's from what's not working well very good listen ip happy birthday enjoy your day today uh have fun at practice have fun in the gym but dude take a couple minutes for yourself man and just uh i don't know eat a cupcake or uh, have a piece of cake or something man and, and just enjoy your birthday today okay Yes, sir. Happy birthday to you as well. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, we'll talk to you next week here on TGIF with IP, okay? Okay. There you go. That's Isaac Parson, our uh, NIL uh, here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, just uh, love talking to that kid. And just the success that he has had over, uh, like I said, over the past uh, – well, over this season and over the past couple of seasons. Listen, we had high expectations for him. That's for sure, uh, but man, just very, very proud, like I said, of the success that he's had and that uh, we get to share that with him. Hey, uh, let, let's hear a little something about Parrot Academy. Arendelle Parrot Academy is the largest independent, non-sectarian college prep school in the region, located on a beautiful 80-acre campus in Kinston. Parrot draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kinston, Greenville, Snow Hill, Newburn, Wilson, Goldsboro, Trenton, Maysville, Jacksonville, and maybe Hookerton. Parrot Academy remains steadfast in its purpose of providing the best possible instruction and learning environment for its students. Arendel Parrot Academy students receive acceptances from colleges and universities across the country and around the world. Give them a call at 252-522-4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 Dobbs Farm Road in Kinston. I got to tell you, I've had my life insurance with Woman Life for more than 10 years and I absolutely could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woman Life, though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community, as evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one right here in eastern North Carolina. 
Thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston. It's right beside Highland Furniture across from Cell Auto Mall. And welcome back to the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, man, what a great morning we've had already. Well, we've talked to Paul uh, Whittington. We've talked to Linda Whittington. Uh, we have uh, just had, just thank you to all the people that have sent in the messages this morning. And I, I'm not going to get everybody in because literally got another three or four messages there from uh, folks. Uh, Spence, Key Spence, love you, buddy. Graham Hill, thank you, too. Uh, and now joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, he's on the road. He's barreling up 70 here to, uh, to, to beautiful Whitehall Drive. It's our dear friend, Brian North. I got to tell you, dude, today's a thousand show. You have been a part of this show. When I say you've been a part of this show since the very beginning, I mean, literally you've been about, you were our very first guest back on December 2nd, 2019. You've helped us celebrate like our hundredth, our two fiftieth, our 500th, our seven fiftieth. And you'll drop, you'll drop in every once in a while, but dude, you have been a part of this since the very beginning. I cannot begin to tell you how much I appreciate you North. Well, I appreciate you having me on, but I've yet to make a live appearance at Whitehall Drive. <laughs> and and as I passed Lenore Community College, which, you know, when I got married in Vegas, a, a friend of mine put Jennifer and I's name on the iconic uh, White Chapel uh, uh, marquee out front. It was Photoshop, but it looked pretty cool. As I drive by LCC, why is there not a Brian Hanks got married here sign <laughs> that could be a major attraction to LCC? It's like going down memory lane here on 70. Now I'm about to pass the Brian Hanks memorial spot from his 45th. Was it 45th birthday? It was 45th. I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? We may need to call uh, Jonathan, too, to uh, maybe recap out a little bit once you get here in the studio with us. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we'll save that. We'll save that for uh, I think yeah. I like that. Maybe we'll get him in the final five minutes of uh, the show here, and uh, maybe we'll do a little ba- birthday recap there. Dude, do you realize that was 10 years ago today, dude? Congratulations on the double nickels, man. You couldn't drive 55, but you could reach it in your birthday. That's awesome, man. Congratulations on that milestone. Well, I it's it's just incredible. Do you know the birthday? Okay, I don't know if you heard the birthday game. I know you were uh, probably still on the air at uh, WCTI when we were doing this in our first hour. But how you know Chris Hatcher and I? We celebrate the same birthday. Cor- correct, and I, and I will tell you real quick. We have started. I've worked very hard the last couple of weeks because I want to re-implement birthday shout-outs with ENC people on our our show. Kind of. You know, you've inspired me with a birthday game through the years, and I started wanting to get these on. So I knew Chris Hatcher, 39 years old today, sharing the birthday with you. Yes. There you go. And ha- Isaac Parson, who we were just talking with yep. uh, from uh, Winston-Salem State University. And I got to ask you this, dude. I'd love to get – and that's one of the things I love talking to you about is, you know, dude, I'm so micro – Kenston and Lenore County, you know, I mean, yeah. that's where all my focus is most of the time. I mean, I'll, I'll look at other little stuff from around the area, but you, <laughs> what you've done through the years and as Lynn Hartzell used to brag about you, I mean, dude, you, you cover the entire ENC, like it's Kenston or Lenore County, but, uh, dude, just being outside our little box here, just, the the season Isaac Parson has had this year. I mean, I mean, HBCU national player of the week this week, CIAA player of the week. He is, uh, I'd say probably the favorite to be the CIAA MVP this year from outside our box here in Kenston. How proud are you of the, the season that Isaac Parsons had to this season or to this point? 
you know, we thought he would be a Division One guy. We thought he would be a great guy to go to ECU and, and at least walk on. But he chose the Division Two route with a scholarship. And so when I knew he went to Winston-Salem State, I knew he'd have a good career. The, the knock on him was scoring, right? He wasn't a great shooter. He didn't have to be when he's high, in high school. He was just throwing alley-oops to Don Trez. And, and so he scored when he needed to. But the shooting has really improved, and that's what separated him this season is, is adding that arsenal to his game. He's always been such a brilliant uh, floor general. He's the floor so well, the assists, the ball handling skills, but the shooting was the one thing. And, and we see this with some guys. When they go someplace where they can really develop, uh, he's a, developed that outside shot that's become reliable here this year, and that's been the big difference in his game. And, and so awesome to see, and, and we'll see if he can take Winston-Salem to uh, – to, to places they've been before. Look, they put out some good basketball players through the year, <laughs> and they have high expectations there, and so they'd like to see that again. And, and by the way, while we're talking about basketball birthdays, uh, maybe, and let's start an argument here, the greatest, possibly the greatest high school basketball player from Eastern North Carolina, his birthday is today, too. Is that Dominique Wilkins? That would be Jacques Dominique Wilkins. <laughs> I never knew his first name was Jacques. I until I visited either. his statue out in front of the uh, the Atlanta arena where he uh, where the Hawks play now. But, uh, yeah, Neek uh, is 60-something years old. But either him or Walt Bellamy, I believe, would be uh, get the crown for Eastern North Carolina's greatest basketball player, both in the Hall of Fame. But, uh, yeah, his birthday is today, too. I agree. And, uh, again, man, just such – I got to mention these other birthdays. We did it in the birthday game. But uh, Jay McDaughty, uh, one of our county commissioners, longtime county commissioners down in the southern part of the county. Love, I know you love Jay Mack, too. Just yeah. one, one of the great guys out there. Uh, Jaquan Artis, who used to play for uh, Kinston High School. Today's his birthday. Jimmy Hobbs. I don't know if you ever met her, but uh, she used to be a principal uh, down in Jones County. And she's still – I think she's still in education, but – uh, one of my Jones County buddies, Jimmy Hobbs. And then, of course, uh, two people who have passed away in the last couple of years. But uh, And you you remember how much it ripped my heart out when uh, Jones County Sheriff Danny Heath passed away. Uh, yeah. and, and I know it did you, too. He was such a good guy. Yeah. Uh, and we shared the same birthday. When I say same birthday, I don't yep. mean just January 12th. I mean January 12th, 1969. Yep. He and yep. I uh, were born the same day, year, everything. And I miss him. And I would love to get a comment from you about him. And then uh, the gentleman that just passed away in the past few weeks that I know it ripped my heart out, and I know it did yours too because he used to pick on us all the time, you and I together, uh, Greg Hampton over at Jones Senior, a former uh, football coach and AD over there. He just passed away, like I said, in just the past few weeks. And just wanted to get your thoughts on especially on uh, Danny Heath and uh, Greg Hampton, both who have gone way too soon. Right, Danny Heath. I always called him Buford Puster. If you were like, uh, <laughs> the walking tall sheriff who did it his own way and carried a baseball bat, uh, Danny Heath. I always called him Buford Puster to his face, and he loved it. And he was just that guy who did it his own way. My, I don't live in regrets, but I wit. I had talked to him all the time. I just wanted to go ride around with him in Jones County one day and just watched him in action and do kind of a a documentary in the day of the life of Danny Heath because. The, the stuff you post on Facebook about just finding random snakes or then going after criminals and running around. I just, you know, every man's man wanted to oh, be yeah. Danny Heath and the, and the way he did things. And again, he, he did it with that law enforcement style of do it the right way. And, and so, you know, when he, to me, when, when he died, it was like Dale Earnhardt dying. Two yeah. people I never thought would ever uh, die at such a young age. And, and then they were gone. It's just the invincible became invincible. And so, that was a tough one. That one shook me up for, for a while. And, of course, 
Coach Hampton over at Jones Senior. I know we talked about him uh, not that long ago, but Coach Hampton, he was a, a Marine's Marine. He yeah. was uh, hardcore Marine style. That's how he, he lived his life. And um, But he had that soft heart. Once you got to know him, I always said the biggest compliment to me was he would come up and talk to me in the middle of football games when I'd show up there. And, <laughs> and usually those rough football coaches would never do such a thing. So it just it meant the world to me, the respect I felt when uh, when he would come up and just want to talk to me about his team or what else was going on. And out right in the middle of a football game, I always thought that was a great compliment. But I just, I just had seen Coach Hampton a month or two ago and talking about him cutting back on his schedule and slowing down and embracing life a little bit. It just, you know, you never know. So, uh, so for Coach Hampton, that's always a life lesson for us. And he would, he would tell everybody, don't worry about me. I'm good. Uh, don't shed any tears for me. But, but it always kind of makes you step back and say, okay, you know, I got to breathe in a little more today. Take in the, the scent of the flowers. Enjoy your birthday more today. Just, you know, live life while you have it because you just never know. And that's more, that's so indicative with, with Danny Heath and with, uh, and with coach absolutely that voice you're listening to you know who it is is brian north uh making his i guess i could call it the, your your anniversary appearance here on the show dude like i said uh, this is your uh i think it's your 10th or 11th visit but you you always come on uh to uh you know to help us celebrate you were our very first guest back on december the 2nd 2019 now here you are our, our big interview here today on the show on our 1000th uh 1000th uh, episode i gotta ask you and, and i'm not trying to whatever pat myself on the back but did you because i gotta tell you john will tell you john dawson will tell you jonathan massey will tell you we had no aspirations or no thoughts that you know what we were hoping to make it past the first month dude did you have any idea that we would be still here a thousand shows later dude so the one thing i said when you started the show is it, it's a daily commitment and with you where you have been in your life you've done so many cool things and and you've had your hand in so many different things i just wasn't sure were you going to be committed to this show every day of because it becomes a grind after a while, right? When you talk to people who have done this, it's great. You have your friends on. You, you, but after a while, it can become a grind. It can become some work. So not that I ever questioned your work ethic or, or any of those things, but you have your hand in so many different things. Would that take away from you and, and doing the stellar show that you do? If anything, it's been quite the opposite. You have doubled down. You've expanded the show. You've really gone hyper-local, which I love to listen to because that's the type of stuff that I, I crave because we can't be everywhere at once. And when you have people who can give you the, the microscopic view of the, the town they live in and talk to people who the matter that you may not know, that has made it so great. So uh, would I have taken the Vegas odds of having you make it to a thousand <laughs> shows? I, I, I don't know if I would have put my money on it, but I, I certainly would, uh, would have not doubted these either, just watching how passionate you have been since you arrived in Kinston way back in the early 2000s and have really embraced this area. And I don't know what this area would do without you because, uh, you know, with, with newspaper, newspapers the way they're going and even television news the way it's going, it's harder and harder to find resources of information of what's going on in, in communities around eastern North Carolina. So this has been a great outlet and an avenue to find out those things and to hear from people to get – you know, I don't know if truth is the right word, but to, to just get information that you just can't find anywhere else these days. 
very, very kind words. I appreciate you. And I had to look it up. This is your 15th appearance, dude. So on our 1,000th show, this is your 15th appearance. Absolutely, yep. And uh, this is the thing that I'm proud of, dude, about the – yeah, it's our 1,000th show, but, dude – you're right. It is easy to lean. That's the reason I try not to, to bother you so much other than doing our anniversary shows. And you've definitely stepped up and helped when I can think of two or three times when I've had, and I'll lift the curtain here and let everybody know North. Uh, there've been times when, you know, I've had a guest that has bugged out on me. We're not going to name any names here or anything, but, uh, but you've always said since the very first show, Hanks, whenever you need me, dude, give me a call. And I have used you. Uh, at least three times that I can think of off the top of my head and maybe even four or five, not just counting our anniversary appearances here with you, but thank you, dude, that I do know that, Hey, I've got somebody, let's say this Tuesday and I can't get up with them on the phone. I I'll message you and say, dude, can you help me? And you're like, Hey buddy, call me. So dude, thank you for that through yeah. the years too. Okay. Well, thank the wife because, you know, normally I'm going <laughs> to pick the, the kids up and get them to daycare around this time, but she's been great and, and uh, trying to keep them quiet or, or help me get through the whole process. But this morning, Grandma's stepping up, and that's why, as I come down Hardy Drive, and I'm getting my way towards White Hall Drive, <laughs> to walk into the plush studios and see what's happening at uh, Brian Hanks' radio uh, um, activity place. So, yeah, man, it's um, – all right, turning down Whitehall Drive. I I was telling you this. I don't. I love this. Give me the play by play. Give me the play by play of this. I love oh, it. It's turning down Whitehall Drive. Your neighbors have their garbage cans out there, <laughs> set fine in a row. There is a snowman flag is still out at sixteen oh three. Obviously, they don't care about Christmas traditions. So here we go. Oh, you have a house for sale on your street as well. Yes, we do. How much that? And Dude, move to Kinston. Move you. Move <laughs> uh, beautiful Jennifer and the and the terrace to Kinston. Oh, my gosh. They would probably love it. They would love living on the street where they can ride their bike. All right. Do I go front door or side door when I come in? Uh, go uh, 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 carport. Carport. And, it's an, and allegedly, allegedly, Linda left it unlocked, too. Oh. All right. I didn't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so I, bring, I only bring my person in here, too. So um, <laughs> your bushes your bushes could use some, uh, some <laughs> Chris Hatcher, if it's his birthday, he should give you for a donation for your birthday, some sort of free hedging of your, uh, of your bushes. I love it. I love it. Wait a minute. I think I just heard the door open. Your stocks and paper towels. You're going to give him the play by play through the man cave. Look at this birthday cake. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought these things made noise. There's some uh, <coughs> blower thingy. Let's look at the man cave where the TV's on. None of the TVs are on. Uh, oh, did you have a baby recently? I see, uh, no, that's, uh, the, <laughs> that's the grand baby. Oh, grand baby. All right, here we come. Let's see here. Hi, Molly. What's going on? Oh, excuse me, Molly. That's okay. No, don't get up. I'm good. All right. Now, let's see. I put these things on here. Yeah, put the headphones on there. This is a microphone? Yep. Is this going to be like, see, it create an echo if I talk echo. on the phone? Echo. Right, today, are you the proudest man? I think I've set radio history today. I think we made radio history signing off on the phone. I love it. I absolutely love it. Love here in the plush. What, what, it is plush. Look, Linda hung that up this uh, overnight. I didn't even know it until I got here. Hey, dude. 
The cats, ga- the cats gave me a birthday card. <laughs> it's awesome. Or no, I'm sorry, that was from Molly. The cats gave me one. Molly gave me a birthday card. I've got candy. She got the cake in the in the kitchen. So it's been a pretty good morning so far, dude. The, the Snapchat stars. Pull, pull your mic. You're a little bit close to your mic. The, the Snapchat stars. The cats. Yeah, they and are. Molly. Well, they're going to be a little bit shy, but if if you hang ah, around a minute or two after the show today, you'll get to see them too. So. Good. Look, I finally brought Blitz T-shirts for you guys. I brought some for the whole family. I I can't wait. I'll proudly wear it, dude. Double, triples, larges, extra larges, so... I never get sizes Ooh. right. So it's, it's the most insulting thing you do is like, hey, man, I brought you your triple X shirt. You're like, what? <laughs> well, It'll shrink. Still, It'll shrink. There you go. I am still double X, so yeah. I, I'm a little bit proud of that. But uh, I tell you what, uh, hey, Mike Martin said, who just jumped in, said, hold yeah. him a triple. So if you got a triple in there, we've got yes, him. Yes, I got one triple, couple doubles, some XLs. So they are now in your possession. So the Whittington brothers and Linda will be very happy, okay? Yeah, I told Scott he could have one because he's poor and. <laughs> poor college poor student. college kids yeah. who's having to trade out with other colleges to get their swag so uh what i see i saw him wearing something from another school oh, dude he's him. got everything michigan michigan. michigan yeah yep oh he was very proud with uh michigan winning uh, linda said too funny mike martin said i uh, hold him a triple and he also said i've softened my security at whitehall drive <laughs> <laughs> yeah come on in there's a uh, there's a uh, Nobody at the, no security at the door. So <laughs> there you, go. you got Cliff Godwin in here, but that's good. Uh, you like, so. yeah, this is your first time. This is your first time, yeah. right? You like the jersey? You like the, hey, that's a game worn Quentin Copel's jersey back there, dude. Wore that against uh, the New England Patriots his second year in the league, yeah. dude. If you look real close, we'll take it down a little bit. Not now, but it, dude, it's got the red paint on it from yeah. uh, the Patriots. Yeah, uh, it wasn't Tom Brady, though. I remember when he got drafted, he said, I'm going to sack Tom Brady. Never sacked Tom yeah, Brady. Yeah, he never but, sacked Tom yeah. Brady. But that's good. It was great. First round pick uh, by the Jets. It was uh, so much great history around here. It's, it's awesome, dude. It's my my awesome. Reggie Bull. How about that's one of my most prized possessions yep. right there? My Reggie jerseys, but. How about my Chris? I want to make you. I, I do. I'm doing this on purpose. I got to yeah. make you feel a little bit jersey, uh, jersey, a little bit jealous here. Chris Hatcher, whose birthday is today, who yeah. by the way is also being inducted to the Whitfield Hall of Fame with me oh, tonight. Oh, yes, okay. In Goldsboro tonight, yeah. yeah. But uh, to his favorite media person, that mother. <laughs> you'll have to tell him let, that the next let me time tell you, you something about Hatcher. You, I yeah. showed up to Hatcher. Uh, I found him when he was drafted. We followed him through the minor leagues. I went to spring training and found him and Lonnie Chisenhall when they were facing each other in spring training in 2015. I found him when they were facing, uh, when he faced Lonnie Chisenhall in Cleveland in 2018. I think it's the only times they've ever met uh, on the field before. Yeah. And so... uh, but his Hatcher, favorite media, his favorite media person. <laughs> nah, that's well deserved because you were there even more than than, than I was. No, but man, I always Hatch was always he never held back. He was never that guy who worried about saying the wrong thing to the media. And uh, uh, oh, he'll tell you what he thinks. Yeah. And that's what I like about him the most. I mean, yeah. he is that guy that will absolutely tell you what he thinks. Guess who? Uh, guess who's on the line with us right now, Brian North? Uh, it's not Chris Hatcher, is it Perry? Mary Perry Tyndall. <laughs> there you go. It's a head basketball coach of the red-hot Kinston Vikings team coming off a big win last night against South Lenore on a nice little winning streak here. It's our good friend on her 1,000th show, our good friend Perry Tyndall, <clears throat> joining us here on uh, the Spence Automotive Guest on the Brian Hank Show. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. And How awesome, Brian, 1,000th show. Um, thanks for what you do, man. 
Oh, dude, it's absolutely my honor. And uh, we're, we're just take turns here uh, if that's cool, oh, North. Uh, yeah. Let me ask him the first question. You know, and I before we even talk about last night, before we talk about uh, – the big day of basketball tomorrow at Kenston High School for the Brandon Ingram uh, MLK Showcase. I, I want you to brag a little bit, Coach Tindall, on Isaac Parson, one of your uh, three-year starting point guard for you at Kenston High School, who's just doing amazing things at Winston-Salem State, was named the HBCU Player of the Week uh, this past week, the CIAA Player of the Week. Uh, you just got to be busting with pride for uh, IP, aren't you, Perry? I am, man. You know, Isaac, just just such a true point guard. You saw it in high school, and um, it does nothing surprises me just because he was he was just such a, a great player. And, and you know, as he's got, he's you know, he's grown some, he's gotten stronger, and um, you know, it just comes from a great pedigree. You look in our gym last night, and you know, Tad, of course, is, is a great assistant with me. And his Tad's dad, long to legendary high school coach, uh, is in the stands. And then uh, Isaac's brother is, you know, on our team. And you just look at the, just the lineage of just unbelievable basketball minds. And, and you just, you know, he's just been brought up in, 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 in ways that, you know, are going to make him successful. And I'm really happy for him. He, he deserves all of it. I know that their team is really uh, – you know, they've got a really solid team along with, you know, Jeremy playing there also. And, uh, really happy for him. And I, I think that there's going to be more to come, a lot more to come for him for sure. And, and as their team kind of continues on. Coach, you have the unique perspective of being from here, growing up around here. You've seen all these great players come through. Who's the first player you remember seeing that made an impact on you at Kinston? Um, you know, I was – for me, my brother being, uh, you know, four years old or five grades, I was able to see kind of, you know, of course he was my role model. Um, and, but, but in that we, we would come to Kenston basketball camp and when Paul Jones and, and even Craig Hill and Randy Radford and all these guys ran, ran basketball camp. And so for me, I can remember, um, you know, uh, some people that, that people don't really know, but of course, I mean, middle school, like Jared coming to the gyms, you know, had to get here as soon as you got out of middle school, you had to get over here to the game if you wanted to get a seat. And there was a middle school student section and a high school student section. And so Jerry, of course, was uh, that player that was, was pretty, uh, you just look at and you said, wow, like what in the world? Um and but even before that, there were so many other guys that I remember seeing that uh, were just you know great players that kind of fueled the the desire to to want to be a part of it. And it's like I told my guys in the locker room yesterday. I said, you know, my son's seven years old, and and for my son, it's everybody in that locker room is his role model. Um, and so, you know, I guess I didn't necessarily answer your question exactly. Yes. It's just so many. There's so many yeah. that. It, uh, I can't just pinpoint one, but as far as just dynamic, it was, you know, Jerry, seeing Jerry uh, yeah. at a young age was pretty, was pretty amazing. Who scored more points, you or your brother? Um, probably my brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I was just an average player, man. I was, I was nothing, nothing great at all. Um, 
but I was, you know, I, I, playing here was, was always something special. It always is. And I think that's what our guys don't fully understand in the moment, but when they get away from it, they realize it's so much bigger than yeah. um, anything that you can really imagine in the moment. Um, just the, the tradition and the amount of people who have created what, what is, what is here going back, you know, a long, long time ago, not just in the, you know, eighties and nineties, but even before that, you know, Kinston basketball was being established long, you know, a long, long time ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just a fun thing to be a part of. That voice you're listening to, that's Perry Tandle. He's the uh, head basketball coach at Kenson High School, the red-hot Kenson Vikings. We're going to get in that in just a second. Let me pay a bill here real quick. Thank you to UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show, where the medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you so much to uh, Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. We've had a ton of interviews here today. It gets no bigger than this. Perry Tandle joining us uh, on our Spence Automotive guest line right now. And again, thank you to UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of our big interview. Coach, nine wins in a row following last night's 73-31 to 31 victory against South Lenore in East Central 2A play. I, I guess the natural question to me, what has been the turnaround uh, here over the over the last nine games? Uh, a, a tough loss uh, in the Outer Banks against First Flight. That's the last time you lost on December 2nd. So you are now going on six weeks being undefeated, nine wins in a row. What's been the secret to the success over the last uh, almost month and a half here, Coach? Well, I think, you know, Brian, we, we've got a, a great mixture of, you know, four seniors, and then we've got some young, you know, clearly we've got three freshmen on our roster and then some uh, sophomores and juniors. And so it's been a mixture, and I think, you know, when you blend that and really the roles of, of, of our freshmen are, have been big, very, very big, like bigger than any freshman really to come in and what's kind of been laid out in front of them of, of really expectation and need. So I think for us, just kind of kind of putting it all together to kind of establish like who, who, who are we going to be and, and to sustain who we're going to be night in, night out, it's kind of we, you know, we just had some some learning curves and we're still you know I mean clearly we didn't like the way we finished against Southwest Onslow the other night and so there's there's room to to kind of put it all together but I think just kind of collective belief in who we want to be and how we want to do it uh for 32 minutes every night the guys are starting to kind of understand that um and then you know I can't sit here and, and deny that the the impact that Tyree Copper has had um on our team coming in uh, you know, after he kind of just missed basketball so much very early to say, you know what, I, 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 I want to do this. And I think uh, for him coming back, it's added a physicality. It's added, I mean, really Tyreek's a point guard and playing like all five positions for us. So he's been a big part. And then just everybody, I mean, clearly you see on any given night, it's, it's we can have, we could have 10 guys that can score, you know, really 13 guys. All Everybody on our team, we could have score in, in double figures. And so our balance has just been really good. And, and guys 
kind of settling in to knowing what they do well and what they can do to help this team. So, you know, we still got – I think – I told him, you know, before our game yesterday, I said, if you look at it as a staircase, I think we're, we're, we're making steps up. Uh, but we have a lot of steps to get to where we can be, which is exciting um, just because I think we can, we can still get a lot better. But, it, you know, consistency is going to have to improve and detail – Detail uh, within execution has got to get better also. Hey, uh, Coach Tandle, you're going to love this. Uh, as you were sitting there, as you were talking and telling us about that, we're going to backtrack just a second. How about this? The chief of police here in Kinston, Keith Goyette, messages in, and he says, PT is being humble. I'm just going to redirect from his uh, text here, Coach. He said, PT is being humble. He was much better than average. He was the quarterback on the court with insane talent. Mm, nice. Well, Keith's a Keith's a good, uh, very very kind to say that. I I um I played honestly I played with a lot of great guys around me. You know, Craig Craig Dawson was just it was phenomenal uh, to play alongside him. But you know, Keith, man, me and Keith going back when Keith was was here, we 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 still had off campus lunch, and me and Keith would go eat lunch, and uh, just a good dude, and and. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm appreciative of what he's doing in our city too. Like he's, um, just, he loves this place. And, uh, yeah, I didn't pay him to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate him letting me get here to Whitehall Drive this morning uh, in a timely manner to get here to the rest of the show. Uh, we actually, yeah, I had, the, I, right. <laughs> I had the highlights of your, of your game last night. Luke Schwartz was out covering your game last night and I saw Tyreek Copper on there. And the one thing I said on the the air this morning is one I never saw his daddy do that at Washington High School but <laughs> can you just give me the background a little bit more because obviously he's a phenomenal athlete great football player we know he has potential to play Saturdays and maybe possibly Sundays depending on how he develops uh, under his dad's tutelage but uh, I, I knew he played some basketball here and there but give me some more background about you you're saying he wasn't playing uh, recently for basketball yeah so so what happened was I mean Tyreek I, I there's no doubt Tyreek is uh has the, the football potential is, is 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 huge, but I will say that he's going to have basketball options too. Mm. Um, he's he's just a player, and so he played for us last year. Um, was hurt. He had a fractured hip that didn't he didn't really even fully realize uh, coming out of football season. He had kind of worked played through, um, and it hadn't really fully healed. And so um, he was in a lot of pain the start of our season last year and uh, had to shut it down for a while. Came back uh, during the conference, uh, the, end of the end of the season last year, and uh, really was, was big for us against North Lenora. Had a, had a tremendous game. And then uh, went into the summer, and he started – he was still having some issues. I think he was growing. Clearly, he's much taller than he was last mm-hmm. year. So he didn't play but about one game with us this summer, and he missed out on some – football stuff in the spring of last year and so his his decision was he was going to take basketball season to try and, and and get ready for some things that he had missed in the football circuit uh with 707s and just getting ready and and that was a decision of course that we respected it was something we didn't you know of course weren't thrilled about because he's 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 great he's a point guard um and when you can have multiple point guards on the floor it's always a good thing but he just made that decision, and, and within about, um, I don't know, probably three weeks, um, he was, you know, he clearly 
playing with your your friends and seeing the guys he plays with, he started to miss it, and it was something he missed more than um, you know more than he thought. And he came to me and he said, "Coach, I, I, um, you know, can I? Is there an opportunity for me to to come back out?" And and you know, we had already started, and like I said, when we went the first flight, <clears throat> he um, he had just uh, kind of made that decision, so he wasn't wasn't with us until after that. Um, and yeah. He so I mean just realizing that he missed it more than he thought and uh, his his connection with with our guys is good I and mean, we just got a great locker room and uh, yeah so I mean it just adds a whole dimension for us that is is um, much needed and and it just adds like I said it just adds adds something to us. Well, I, I didn't even realize that, that since he joined the team. The Vikings haven't lost. Listen, Coach, we're up against the clock, but i got to get – the one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on was to talk a little bit about the uh, Brandon Ingram MOK Classic or Showcase tomorrow. Six games starting at noon tomorrow at Kenson High School. The last game of the day, we had Jamal Kroom on yesterday to uh, help us preview uh, your game against Goldsboro. That'll be the uh, final game of the night. And, Coach, I hate to do this. We've only got about a minute here. Uh, if you can just give us a quick uh, – your thoughts on the Brandon Ingram MLK and uh, taking on Goldsboro. Yeah, you know, first of all, thank you to to, to Donald, Brandon, Joanne, the, the, the Ingram family for, for what they do to make this event what it is. It's an exciting day of basketball. You bring back some local – coaches and familiar faces that get in the building and it's just a fun day um it's an exciting day and you know we got some great matchups you know tomorrow and us with Goldsboro of course the nightcap is is always a battle and the, the tradition of Goldsboro basketball and with Jamal uh being a, a Kinston guy uh it's just an exciting exciting day he's got a very talented team and um it should be just a lot of fun uh fun high school uh, basketball environment, a fun high school, just day of basketball, and we're thankful that that we we have the opportunity to do that with um, with the Ingram family, um, what Brandon wants to do, and in, in his giving back to us, and, and all the sponsors that are, that are affiliated with this, uh, we're just very appreciative for the for the day tomorrow. Well, very good. Listen, Coach Tendall, thank you so much for joining us here, and it just makes it that much more special. Like I said, having you here on our 1,000th show, you've meant a lot to me and Linda and I and definitely to Scott and Paul and everybody through the years, too. Thank you so much for joining us here, sir. Hey, thank you all. I appreciate you, Brian. And, Brian, appreciate you, too. All you, you know, Just a staple a staple in the in the whole world of, of media. You've been there and supported so many, so many ways, and thank you for what you do, too. Shout out to Coach Tyndall. When I need video from him from football, he yeah. comes through with quality <laughs> iPhone video. So he's part of that TV 12 team. So thank you, Coach. Hey, yeah, no problem. You guys have a great day. You too. We'll see you in the morning, Coach. Sounds good. There you go. That's Perry Tyndall and uh, one of the great – I know you you cover all over Eastern North Carolina, but Perry Tyndall's got to hold a special place in your heart, doesn't he? Oh, there's no doubt. With just being from here and the guys he's coached, he could have a big head. He's got multiple – championships uh yeah. three championships under his belt he could he could big time anybody he wants and get away with it but he doesn't he is you would never know uh yeah. th- that he holds such um high regard in the basketball world he's just as nice a wonderful human being who'll do anything for you and that's uh, the highest thing uh, best thing you can say about perry tyndall i think the world of him and his family yep. is, is just beautiful family would well, dude guess what 
We're down to our final minute here Ooh. of the 1,000 show. <laughs> North, thank you so much for coming in yeah, here man, and joining awesome. us this morning, dude. They, being on the phone and coming in, never done before <laughs> I don't, in the 1,000 episodes of the Brian nope. Hanks show. Nope. That's uh, that's one for the books. There you go. Paul Whittington in our first hour. Linda, Ollie. love you to death, man. Thank you. Here in our second hour, thank you to Isaac Parson. Also, happy birthday to him, to you, Brian North. Thank you for coming in and Perry Tindall. A thousand shows. You think I should do yeah. a show on Monday? Come on, let's do some a thousand more. <laughs> Howard Stern's birthday is today too, and he's got yep. nothing on this show. <laughs> nothing on this show. He's the king of all media, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, listen. Thank you again to everybody uh, that's been a part of this. Have a great weekend. We'll see you tomorrow. The Brandon Ingram MLK Classic or Showcase, uh, and uh, have a great weekend. Thank you for uh, supporting the show. <laughs>